Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnan. He's an engineer at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. We have two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us this Saturday morning. And we'll go to Tom in Harwinton first. Hello, Tom. Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, uh, thanks to you and Dennis for coming in today. I would have thought today's show might have been a rerun based on uh, what's going on this weekend. We're not so. afraid. We're not afraid. Our no, hatch, our not afraid are, at all. Our hatches are batting down already. Good. Okay, so here's what I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get emails that look suspicious, I, I just delete them. I, I, I don't even bother with them. But once in a while, I do want to see what's in them. So this is in an old Hotmail account that was converted to Outlook.com mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also in an att.net, you know, a Yahoo email account. Right. What I do is I right-click the email, and then I click on View Message Source. And I wanted to know, and then I can scroll through it, and I can, I can kind of read some of it. A lot of it is HTML and hexadecimal. Right, yeah. But um, is there anything, uh, is it dangerous to, to do it? Uh, not to do necessarily the viewing the source. It's when you click on the links and the attachments that you get into big trouble. Right. And it, even if there's any scripting in that message that the web browser runs, sometimes that can get you messed up. Right. But if you're viewing source, none of that will ever execute. Okay. And they're pro- depending on what you're looking at, it probably won't even make the links in there linkable if that makes any sense you're not you're not going to be able to just invoke it by clicking on it you would have to cop you know swipe and copy the whole link and then paste it into the browser to go to it which is safe i mean it makes it safe to view it that way right so yeah i think you're if you're trying to look at the email content and make sense of it before you really just zap it that would be the safe way to go really Mm mm-hmm Okay, I thought it was, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Yeah. so I wanted to ask. It's a valid. It's a valid way to look at the mail. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. Okay. Have a good day. Yeah. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. 
So yeah, I mean, when it comes to phishing these days, you've got to be very, very careful. And uh, deleting it works for me. Um, and if you really, really want to mess around, you can look at the source. Obviously, you can look at the sender, hover over. A lot of times they're going to play games with trying to look like something familiar, like a mistyped um, uh, email address. Sometimes they don't even bother. They just they don't even care that their their email address is just something weird, and they just figure you're not going to be taking the time to check where it came from. But never fill out anything in email. It's not safe. Nope. Let's go on to uh, Joe in uh, Berlin next. What's going on, Joe? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I got a question for you. My, it appears my solid state drive is uh, is dying. Mm. It, it had a. I got a message. Um, fixing C stage to 77%, you know, um, and, and it recovered and everything seems to be running fine. I want to replace it regardless of <laughs> yeah. everything running fine. How do I, how do I do that? How, uh, I did buy an, another solid state drive to mm-hmm. replace it. Okay. And I went online and, um, there's, What's the right way to do it? There's well, so, many different choices. so let's say your drive was healthy. A way to do it would be to call it would be called imaging. You would use an okay. imaging software like a Cronus, and you'd right. image I, the healthy I, I, drive. I do have that. Okay. okay. So you, but but I'm assuming your drive is not healthy, meaning your data could be corrupted. So you could image um, some junk coming over to your system, and that may not be helpful. Um, so you'd have to kind of weigh whether or not you load a nice fresh operating system and a nice fresh drive oh. versus knowing your hard drive might be glitchy and that image could be faulty. Now you can run system file checkers and other technologies to correct yeah. these things. Um, if after you move it over, you find it, but I would want to run a nice clean install based on what you've told us. I'm just, oh, that's just me. Okay. I don't have enough time for the headaches. That, that would, that would be my hunch too. Okay. So how do I do a clean install? You have to get the operating system, the Windows operating system. Um, so you put the new drive in, put the Windows operating system on it from wherever you okay. got it. Now, uh, did, well, I did not, uh, I don't have the Windows operating system. For this, I, I mean, I, obviously, I, I, I bought it and had it, but how do I make a... How do you make your disks? Well, you should be able yeah. to get the disks or download them because you are licensed um, sure. Sure. when you purchased it. So. You should be able to go to the manufacturer of the system and ask them specifically. Uh, unless you, Dennis, you have a quick way to do it. I'm trying to think. Well, of a quick what way. what is the manufacturer? Dell. All right, Dell. Dell will have tools already installed on the computer that you can use to create a uh, recovery drive, and that's what you would use. Let me see if I can look up some specific information for you. We could post that for you, and then you're going to go ahead and. Put the new drive in, take the old drive, and I would tell you to maybe adapt it so that you can connect it as a USB and then copy your data, not any operating system, but well, any. The, the, um, it's only, there is no data that, that I save onto that drive. Oh, perfect. I, I Good. have, uh, it's, I have a, a, a two gigabyte, uh, another hard drive. Yeah, perfect. That's great then. You're gonna, it's going to be a lot easier. Obviously, you have to reinstall your software. Any Correct. applications that you have is going to have to be reinstalled. But once uh, Dennis gets you this uh, Dell utility, you should be able to get it back. You already found it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Mike G will be putting that up for you. Okay, okay. All right, and you'll have uh, a few more hours before uh, we lose power. <laughs> I got a generator. I got a generator. Good. And also, just, I, you know, I've been listening to you guys for years. I've, got, I've actually got three, 
three uh, backups, uh, two two hard drives that are, um, you know, that I plug in. Yep. And then I got a, a third one, which I do a, on a daily basis. Uh, just awesome. any data files are backed up to there. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm You're happy way ahead, forward. way ahead of the Dallas Police Force. Oh, <laughs> hell heck yeah. They ought, to listen, they ought to listen to you guys, you know. They ought to. <laughs> I mean, there's something, so we didn't really say it, but there's got to be something a little fishy about it. I mean, if you think about it, it, it's almost like a, is it really possible that you can lose crime data? I mean, is it really that bad of a system out there not backing up crime data? Could there possibly be a bad guy on the inside who doesn't want a case to be tried, (laughs) maybe? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm just just throwing it out there. I mean, (laughs) 22 terabytes. You know what? Uh, you know, give me twenty thousand bucks, and I'll, I'll erase the, all the data here. On, on <laughs> there you go. Right? Yeah, well, you probably do it for less, Joe. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, bye. Bye bye. All right. So there's Joe on his way. We have a couple lines open. Feel free to get online. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. I did want to bring up a Bitcoin story, fake money story. Um, I'll put this link up here for you guys to read it because it's kind of interesting. Um, and I found it through Yahoo Finance. If Bitcoin hits half a million dollars in fake real money for the fake coin, the mining that it will spe- will spew more than more CO two than Mexico or Brazil to mine Bitcoin. Wow, this thing is ridiculous as far as how bad it is for the environment. And if if you care about the trees and the air and the and the water and the birds and all that kind of stuff, you can't like Bitcoin. I'm sorry. So if I have to get rid of Bitcoin through the tree huggers, I will, um, because you know it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculously yeah. inefficient system, and you're you're going to be cranking up your CPUs to mine Bitcoin. Now I was reading that they are going to change. They might be changing in certain Bitcoin or certain cryptocurrencies, the method with which they reward miners. Um, so that could maybe improve things, but of course it'll throw off the whole approach to Bitcoin or to these cryptocurrencies a bit. But you know, to be spewing as much CO2 as Mexico to make Bitcoin, if it gets to half a million dollars a coin, I, I guess you don't care about the planet. I guess, no. guess you don't. No. So uh, for those of you who are out there mining Bitcoin, you, you're, you're polluting the world. And uh, Greta is coming after you. So I'll put the link up here for you, and you can take a look at how bad it is um, and why we're doing this type of stuff. And the reason I hate Bitcoin the most is cryptocurrencies. I understand as a libertarian type of person that it's nice to have no, no regulation on your money. Nobody knows where the money's coming or going. I understand that. But the problem with that is that we're getting ransomed constantly by these guys in Uzbekistan who are connecting in and ransoming off our are companies because they're encrypting them with, you know, ransomware and they yeah. want fake money for it. So stop doing it, guys. Stop doing this cryptocurrency thing. I beg you. As an IT guy who's lost all his hair over this stuff, uh, we need it to stop. <laughs> really? Is that why you don't have that no, man, of hair anymore? I'm blame oh, it on something. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll put a link up here for this story. It's a very great, a very good uh, description of how this works and, and why we, why Bitcoin is so bad for the environment 150,000 times more inefficient than if you just use your credit card that's a every time you do a credit Whoa. card swipe imagine it being 150,000 times more inefficient it's nuts so we're going to step out for a, a quick break four lines wide open for you guys 1-800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC we'll be right back 
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we have three lines open. So feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Steve from Haddam wants to talk about Bitcoin. Morning, Steve. Morning, guys. I usually uh, hear you on Saturday mornings just driving around, but I never call in because I'm always in a bad cell area. But uh, <laughs> I'm driving around. I'm, I'm on the highway, so hopefully the power stays on. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, phone call. I'm glad you called. What's, what can we do for so you? So the idea, the idea of a caller is to make the host look good. So I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt that Bitcoin is fake money. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and, as, and as computer guys, I, know, I heard the word libertarian thrown in there. Yes. So I'm very skeptical. On uh, on your true belief on Bitcoin? No, it is true. Um, I I am not a happy camper when it comes to Bitcoin. Um, only because of all the damage I see it doing with uh, the ransomware attacks. Could it be a thing that makes some sense someday? Maybe, but it's so inefficient to produce. Uh, chip shortages are being caused not only by the COVID issues. But we were having chip shortages just because so many ding-dongs were sticking up all these computers in their basements and cranking their parents' power um, energy bill to mine Bitcoin. And we couldn't find NVIDIA chips to make CAD machines so they could build bridges. I mean, it's it's upside-down crazy. Um, so, well, that's, that's a supply and demand issue. It is. I mean, if, if, you know, why can't factories crank out more? Don't The excuse of COVID is... I agree. Well, the the well, chip the, the, is, the chip the, shortage is real. The chip shortage for especially for graphic processors predates uh, COVID. Yeah, it's, and it it was it was a real problem. What three starting three four years ago? Yeah, cryptocurrency and it's just continued ever since then. So, I, are you a are you a fan of the Bitcoin, Steve? Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of I'm a fan of crypto because it's going to be the future of money. And if you look at you know how mathematically perfect Bitcoin is. Maybe it moves some proof, proof of work to proof of stake, so it's not so energy intensive. Yeah. But you say, like, well, you know, it creates as much pollution as blah, blah, blah. All right, well, how much pollution does the U.S. military make? Ah, relativism. I oh, hear you. Yeah, I that's... hear you. Um, yes, you could say, you know. How much pollution does China make? Of We're the, not too concerned. I mean, they just pulled all the Bitcoin miners out of China. Well, they actually had environment. <laughs> yeah, they actually had fifty percent of the actual miners on the planet were in China. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they weren't caring for the planet, but they were caring for their power. They were actually harming their ability to give power to other areas of their economy. From what I understand, well, there there goes another of your problems with the cryptocurrency. Yeah, they were they were stressing their uh, power supply. Right. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a neat concept. Blockchain is a neat concept, but it's so power hungry um, that it, it seems that we're smarter than this, Steve. You know, you know, we used to do the search for extraterrestrial life, right? Called SETI, yeah. and we would use spare CPU cycles when our computers were just sitting there idle. Now these things are cranking up so so crazy. Your CPU is putting off so much heat. Heck, you could probably warm a small home with a few of these mining rigs running mm -hmm. um, because they're cranking. Uh, the energy to produce fake money. Um, you know, if I, I think there's an issue there that we have to fix. And you know, okay. And also, you were you were talking about real money being the U.S. dollar. I I almost drove off the road when you said. Good that. point. No, you. This point, I can definitely concede because it is backed <laughs> by the full faith and credit. <laughs> of uh, you're completely right, Steve. Uh, my fake yeah, money. Trust those guys. No, you're exactly right. I am. You, I am. You're right with that argument. I can't. Deny I mean, it, the right? Per, the, the purchasing power power of the dollar has dropped ninety four percent since nineteen thirty three. Correct, and it's you getting know, worse. One dollar of gold, and now we're off the gold standards fifty years ago. Uh, you know, 
whether Bitcoin becomes, you know, whether Bitcoin becomes Bitcoin 2, like Ethereum becomes Ethereum 2, because Ethereum went from proof of work to now it's into proof of stake, which is lowering the amount of energy use. But I mean, how much, you know, you look at the argument, well, how much, how much uh, electricity does, does New York City use? Yeah, we should turn that off anyways. I agree. Let's turn off the city. I completely well, anyway, agree. Good, good points, guys. Thanks. No, you too, Steve. Thank All you right. for calling in. You brought up the, you, the proof of work versus proof of state was what I was referring to. I couldn't remember what those concepts were as far as using less energy. So, yeah, no. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is very tough. Like, cryptocurrency is very tough to wrap your head around. It took me, like, two years to, like, really? How does this work? And then, like, boom, the, 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 the light bulb went off. And that's, that's the only place I'm, I'm putting my money now instead of the stock market because that's, you know, that's headed with the full face and credit of the U.S. government, which after Afghanistan, I don't know if you could still use those those terms together. No, yeah, you haven't been able to use full faith and credit since monet the, the monetary easing they've been doing to to mess with the money supply. So, no, I don't disagree with all those things you said. I don't know that I'd invest in Bitcoin. I mean, to me, they're like mm -hmm. the Beanie Babies. Um, <laughs> I mean, I could have my own coin if I want to tomorrow, I guess. I guess everyone could. Um, well, the thing is, it's it's capped at twenty one million and eight million already lost, and you know the having. I mean, so you you really have to study blockchain. You have to study Bitcoin one hundred and one, yeah, and just get your head out of the. You know, it's bad for the environment because, of course, the rich people tell you that because they want to scoop up all the the Bitcoin, like the institutional investors are doing. But all we're right. starting to get off of uh, computer stuff. So no, no, Bitcoin is back to the show. All right, thanks, Steve. I appreciate your call. All right, thanks. All right, bye bye. I'm just trying to make people feel guilty about Bitcoin as far as being environment. I'm just, you know, it's mm -hmm. a it's a mess when it comes to the environment. But Steve makes some good points. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure you can compare the military's, you know, output as far as waste goes. It's definitely wasteful too, as far as sure. the environment goes. But, but yeah, we could turn off New York City. I don't think anybody would miss it. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Let's go to Tony in Waterbury next. It's happening, Tony. We have, to, we have it coming up against the bottom of the hour, so I may have to hold you over. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm having problems with my computer. I'm, uh, I'm getting the uh, low internet access uh, message, and I've tried so many different things, and so far nothing since last night. I tried rebooting the, uh, the uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, the router? The router. The router. Uh, uh, I did a network reset. Uh, I went to safe mode to turn the firewall off. I mean, I did all kinds of stuff, and I'm still getting no internet access. Have you called the internet provider? No. That's the next call you make. Yeah, definitely. Okay. You're, you're, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about that, so I said, let me call the guys anyway before uh, they go off the air, and maybe uh, what they suggest. So, yeah, I, I want to try that. Yeah, we're going to put yeah. you on hold, and if you've got another line, call the internet provider and see if they have an outage in your area. But if not, I'll call, I'll call, you, I'll call you next week then. All right, very good, Tony. All right. Thank you very much. Right, you got it. Bye-bye. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. A couple lines open for you. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And you can pay us in Bitcoin. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have four lines wide open for you on this Saturday morning. I know you're getting milk and bread, but uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Now, in the honor of Steve from Haddam talking about Bitcoin, there is a really funny thing Reason Magazine did on Dogecoin as uh, Elon, or Dougie Coin, or, or in this case, dog money. 
Bad news for savers, as even those with high-interest savings accounts are seeing their money disappear thanks to inflation. But first, we'll detail every possible thing you could die from. He's a rational investor. Dividend digester. Save some numbers paycheck just like all his ancestors. ancestors. Him looking for high yields? That's never the case. He's seeking 6% return. Slow and steady wins the race. But when he checks his accounts just to see what they're fielding, it's like driving in Maryland. Ain't nobody yielding. What is he to do? He shouldn't be in a drought. So he visits his advisor just to sort it all out. Inflation's higher than your bond rate. That's what I was fearing. So your savings account is slowly disappearing and your CDs are pointless. That's not very funny. What would you like me to do? Put it all in dog money. Dog money, dog money, dog money, dog money. I'm trading it in for dog money, dog money, dog money, dog money, dog money. I'm putting it all in dog money. My 401k is now a 401k9. The sum of my net worth ain't no longer in a straight line. I'm making small moves. I ain't gonna be a pun. I sold my IRA and bought an NFT award. All in on Doge, I dish them out like a Tommy gun. You think I was statehood the way I'm passing on Washington? I feel like Matt Gates. You know what I mean? Assuring everybody it's above 18. It's a modern day gold rush. The prices will boom like Reggie White versus the Oilers. I'm headed straight to the moon. My broker's calling. You know that it's on. Buy dog money. Don't stop till it's dawn. One more airbase, two more museums, three more walls, four more Supremes, five more stadiums. We're all out of fiat. Can you take trillions of these and go and make a Xerox? We pay our debts in our currency that might be unfurled if it's no longer the reserve currency of the world. Confidence in the dollar is permanent. Just ask any scholar. People are exchanging their dollars for dog money. Dog money? Dog money. Dog money. We trade in it. Dog money, dog money, dog money, dog money, dog money. I'm putting it all in dog money. Ah, uh, yes. Dog money. Thank you, Steve, from Adam, for making reminding me <laughs> that Reason did that. And uh, it's right up exactly what we were talking about. I don't know. You know, we need the only reason dog money is worth anything is because you can trade it for dollars. I'll stop calling it real money because Steve makes a point. They're just made of paper, actually not even paper, some some cloth and what have you, a little bit mm-hmm. of ink, and so again, without that, without the ability to convert your fake money into that into that fake money, um, you got nothing because I'm not you're not going to be able to buy anything with the fake money except now Amazon's offering the ability to accept that, so they're oh, validating it. Interesting. Yeah. So this is going to get regulated. Um, the government's gonna, not going to let a complete underground of currency exist. Uh, that's run by computer systems in China. Um, so, well, the fact that it's underground is why the ransomware dudes are asking for it. Exactly. So, if we regulate it and say, "Hey, guess what? We need to know who you are, and you need to come and pick it up," uh, they're not going to well, be able then, to ransom us. Yeah, anymore. that kills it. Unless they come them. up and use dog money, or they use beetle money, or they use mosquito money, or whatever money they're mm-hmm. going to use. Let's go on to your calls. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Dave in Enfield next. What's going on, Dave? Hey, how are you today? Good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. Hey, listen, um, the other day I um, I went to sign on on um, one of my email accounts, and the home screen said that at the end of the month uh, it's going to be discontinued. I'm okay with it. It's not my main account. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to know that 
Uh, I do use that email address as a uh, screen name for various, you know, gaming sites and whatnot. Yep. And I was wondering, do I have to change that or can I still use it? A screen name is not a login, right? You're not using the email as a connected account. It's your screen name. Correct. So then they, they wouldn't care if it, if it exists or not. The, the only problem would be is if... Um if you forget your password, you need to reset it. And if all they know about you is that email address, which is now, I mean, even though you're continuing to use it with them, right, is now no good and they can't send a code to that address anymore to use right. it. So what I would do is I'd go in and look and see if they give allow you to provide like an alternate email account for recovery purposes and make sure you put that in before that account dies. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. Is it SBC yeah. going away? What's it, what's going away, Dave? Um, um, Excite. Oh, Excite. Oh, Excite. Oh, way back when. I forgot they were doing email service still. Wow. Yeah, okay. I've had that for almost 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe even more. When when the internet became a thing and broadband became a thing, I'm trying to think of the company that bought Excite. I had invested in that company that bought Excite as a broadband company, and for now, I've forgotten what it was. But I, I, it starts with a, it's like two words combined to one, kind of like Bluetooth. It's blue something, and I can't remember what oh. it is off the top of my head. Yeah, but they they went out of business, and uh, some they, in the dot com bubble, when we all mm-hmm. thought the internet was going to do something, and guess what it did. I mean, Amazon wasn't making any profit back then. And uh, the uh, Pets.com sock puppet couldn't even save it all. No, that's right. Yeah. So Excite is finally dead, Dave. Wow. The end of the month. Yep. But that's cool. Would it be a cool, it's a good screen name, at Excite. Yeah. Dave at Excite. Oh, absolutely. That's power, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, as long as I don't, uh, I suppose that's the, the right thing to do is to look to see if I have, if I can put in the secondary yeah, in right. Case, in case I lose my password. Yeah, yeah that that's that's really the only consideration. Okay, very good. All right, Dave. Good luck. Thank you. Hey, be safe. Okay. Yeah, you too. Absolutely. All right, stay out of the big puddles. Um, let's go on to Bob in New Britain next. What's happening, Bob? Oh, hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, uh, I'm a dinosaur. Believe it or not, I'm still using Windows Seven on my PC, and you don't have to convince me I need to upgrade. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's high time I do. My question is, though, is that um, I have found some websites that still advertise a free upgrade to Windows 10. Yep. And even though they have expiration dates and supposedly they've come and gone, I've heard some rumors that they still actually work. And uh, I was wondering if, given the circumstances and given the chance I can save myself some money, uh, if you would recommend uh, going that route or experimenting with that, or if you would recommend I just kind of upgrade a more traditional way. So I'd appreciate your feedback on this. How old is the machine, Bob? Well, I had it custom built, um, and it was uh, a few years ago. Uh, more than five? More than six? Uh, less than five. I would say about three or four. Okay. Oh. So it might have current enough tar- hardware. I would hate to have you try to upgrade it and realize that the yeah. video doesn't work anymore, or the sound doesn't work, or something doesn't yeah. work. So they are, that is true. We have seen that there are free ways to get Windows 10. Um, we can try to find a legitimate link for you because you got to be careful. You want to make sure you get a legitimate link. Uh, they do exist. Microsoft is really pushing to get everyone onto Windows 10. Um, I don't know if they have the tool yet, the utility still out there, where you can see if your machine is capable of running Windows 10. I'd run it. It probably should be out there. 
Uh, yeah, they used to have the. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that readiness tool still exists. Yeah, I might, I might recommend you still run that, even though it's a custom build. But um, we can try to find the legitimate link um, that shows you a way to get Windows 10 for free. Oh, great. Yeah, we'll put it there for you. We'll get it out there for you, Bob. If it exists and it's legitimate, I know Mike G's and Dennis are working on it right now to try to find that link for you. Yeah, we'll get it. Great. And uh, in the meantime, um, as far as backing up my information, I do have uh, an external hard drive sitting here still in the box. So would that be probably the recommended way to just kind of like transfer some of my uh, important files and uh, kind of like transfer it that before, prior to the upgrade? Yep. Or uh, do you recommend a different way? Well, that's one backup, right? So when you make that copy to that drive, it's one shot at your data. Right. Um, and then you put it aside and then do your upgrade and hope everything goes well. But you only have one shot. I would recommend multiple shots where you rotate between an A and a B minimally um, so that if, if that one shot has got bad data, corrupt data, something went wrong, um, something fails on the drive when you need it, which, believe it or not, Murphy strikes just when you need him to, to not strike. So go ahead and consider that second drive after you've done the first one. And you should be in good shape. But we'll put a link. You already find it, Dennis? Got it. I already got a free way from, to upgrade. Uh, from ZDNet. Awesome. Can't get more reliable than that. Yeah. Ziff Davis. All right, Bob? Okay, so just go to ZDNet.com. No, no, go no, to... No, 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 no. You're no. going to go to our link. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Computertalkthetab.com. We don't do anything with your information. Trust no. us. We, we really don't. But we, 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 we do nothing. We just want to make sure you're going to get a safe link that we know is vetted. We don't want you to go out there and Google it and end up at the wrong place. Okay. So computertalkwithtab.com. That's it. Yep. Very good. Okay. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, Bob. Okay, bye. All right, bye-bye. So, yeah, you can still get it for free. Microsoft is uh, pushing it, trying to get it out there. Um, do I got to take a break, Matt? Uh, I'm going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. A couple lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We are here live. Hurricane morning, Hurricane Eve. Feel free <laughs> Hurricane to get, Eve. get online, 800-966-WTIC. You know, Henry doesn't, Henri, right? Henry doesn't sound that Henri. scary. Yeah, but you know, French, come on. French hurricane. Sounds like a, he sounds like a chef at the restaurant down yeah. the street. What's he going to do? Henri. He's not going to hurt us, is he? <laughs> um, no, he probably is. So uh, feel free to get online. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Then Dr. Leslie will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And then I think he got... All the talks here. You got the law talks, the pet talks, I think, that we used to have a whiteboard. Right now, it's just got Britney Spears on it. Uh, but the, the whiteboard used to actually tell us what was coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it was all B BC before COVID. Um, real quick, with the last caller trying to get to Windows 10, Dennis wanted to bring up that before you upgrade your Windows 7 machine, you got to do what? Uninstall your antivirus. Yeah. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is, uninstall it, reboot the computer. Without it. Without it, with it cleanly off, mm -hmm. then begin your upgrade. Otherwise, you're going to be fighting it the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So, very good point. And uh, so, feel free to get online. We may have got a couple minutes. 800 966 WTIC 522 WTIC. I wanted to bring up this. So, we talked about NVIDIA, and NVIDIA is, is an amazing company. It's mm -hmm. it, If you look at its stock, it's cranking. Um, it makes amazing uh, video C GPUs. Intel is going to be trying to compete with them. Uh, they're going to they're be uh, changing their uh, GPU to the Intel Arc, 
And this new Arc brand will cover both the hardware and software powering Intel's high-end discrete GPUs, uh, as well as multiple hardware generations. So they're going to try to compete with the NVIDIAs out there, and I, I wish Intel the best. It, but we need more options. Um, anyway, so I was excited to see this. We're going to start seeing them in notebooks and desktops in early 2022. Intel, though, is notorious for not having stock. I mean, we build all Intel-based yeah. type systems, and from controllers to motherboards to processors, it's it's hard right now to find anything out there due to this this chip shortage that is real, very real. Um, but the uh, this Arc GPU hopefully will bring in some more video options out there that will, you know, make make a, a dent in the fact that we're we're everyone's looking for these. You know, video cards these days. So let's hope it comes down the pike and uh, we get access to more of this stuff. And hope I mean, maybe America should start building some stuff again. I don't know. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. Um, considering Taiwan's going to end up being a Chinese-owned country, uh, we might have some trouble with our chips going ahead, going forward. But I'm just guessing that. Um, I want to thank all you guys, though, for joining us on this uh, lovely Saturday morning. Uh, Mike G out there, out there in uh, somewhere out in the ether, is working hard to post everything we talked about today. So he's posting it over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of, the, uh, of our website. The name of the show.com also works. And if you also follow us on Facebook, if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, right, you got to like us. It's not hard. Just like us. The only thing we'll ever send to you in your newsfeed is on Saturday. <laughs> Occasionally during the week, we'll send something. If there's some really crazy news that needs to be um, disseminated, we'll do that. But it's generally the Saturday links will get into your newsfeed. Um, so if you like us and Mark Zuckerberg deems this news worthy, it may get into your newsfeed. Also, we're broadcasting live over at WTIC's Facebook page. If you like and share that um, broadcast, it might get sent to other folks. Again, this is one of the things with Zuckerberg. He needs to know you like it and share it. And, of course, if you ever miss an episode, Odyssey has a great podcasting system. So if you you can, you can subscribe to our podcast. Uh, it would help us out as far as your interest, too, uh, in the show. You can use any of your listening softwares that you like to use, and you can subscribe to our podcast. It will get into your, into your device, and you can listen to Dennis and I whenever you like. If you want to fall asleep, you know, feel free to... <laughs> Turn us on at you know, <laughs> 10 o'clock. We'll put you right to sleep. Uh, but all over at WTIC.com podcast, all the shows are there. So if you miss anything, you can get all the great shows here at WTIC right from that. So I want to thank Matt for producing. I hope all you guys stay safe out there. And remember, there is no cloud. It's just someone else's computer. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.